Welcome, everybody, to the Boys and the Banged Up Bets, episode number 34. With me, as always, Johnny the Kid Morgan and Adam the Size Sizemore. I'm Treb. What's up, boys? How you doing? Yellow. Is Craig here? <laughs> <laughs> Craig Craig is here. Um, that one's on me, boys. We had technical we, uh, difficulties. We had technical difficulties, a.k.a. Cam forgot to invite the robot that records our episodes. And we <laughs> did a whole episode last week, and... It was a good one. It was a doozy, and uh, we realized literally at the end, not even like halfway through or three-quarters, no, at the very end when we were done, and I just go, oh, shit. <laughs> just recapping the episode and saying, oh, God. <laughs> that was that was a doozy of an episode, too. I know. hate to see it. hate to see it. Well, I hate to see it. I don't think we're going to forget Craig in nope, the near he's future. Here. Craig's here. He's hanging out. I see him. Anyways, well, other than that, what's banging you up? Or if you just want to keep talking about that, then we can do that too. I'd rather not. I I mean, you guys might like that, but I don't like that. I mean, it's a pretty big bang up. Yeah, I mean, besides uh, someone forgetting to bring in our recording software from last week, big thing banging me up. It's been banging me up for some time. It's it's Peacock streaming service. Oh, you brought this up before. I yep, and we're gonna do it again. Uh, I I am sick of it. It is bullshit. They it's it's an open bold faced lie on every commercial. They're saying, oh yeah, all the episodes of The Office streaming free. No, they're not. There's <laughs> maybe fifteen of them. Then the rest they have that stupid little feather, which just means Peacock Premium along with every other EPL game that pretty much happens now, and they just don't play on NBC Sports Network most of the time anymore. It's it's a bunch of bullshit. It is. It is, and they do the same thing with soccer they say all epl yeah. games on nbc yeah, no it's like or nope. peacock sorry it's like yeah. sure sure isn't it's, nope. it's none of them are free all of them peacock premium it's free to go on the app and look at what they have <laughs> you have to pay to watch it yeah sneaky bastards it's a bunch of horse shit and i think one of these weekends i'm gonna anger purchase it just to watch soccer well that actually gets me into my bang up <laughs> along the exact same line is this household, the Sizemore household has had Peacock yeah. for about a month now because oh, Christina <laughs> drunkenly purchased it yep. at 7 a.m. and hasn't told me and canceled it this week and goes, hey, by the way, we have Peacock for another couple weeks until my subscription ends. I go, <laughs> what are you talking about? And she goes, yeah, I already purchased it. Yeah. And I was like, what? Yeah, I was there. <laughs> that, that was a good night. Yeah, I, we just keep getting charged for it. Nice. It was like when we downloaded MTV Hits. And we weren't using it. Yeah. So you haven't you haven't utilized it at all? Haven't used it once. You're supposed to be boycotting Peacock Sizemore. I didn't even know. You've been adamant for 34 weeks about boycotting Peacock. Bro. And your wife has just, <laughs> she just undermined you. And she just she goes, no, we're gonna go ahead and purchase that little guy. I should have been then, like, yeah, let me get that login. <laughs> I this is it was a bang up and a half when I found out. Let me tell you, <laughs> I, my mind was in a pretzel trying to figure out how many games I could have watched. Oh, yeah, yeah. She, you know, it'd been even better if you're just like, man, oh, this game's on Peacock. I can't watch it. I'm boycotting Peacock teens. <laughs> She'd be like, you know what you could do? You just. Turn on Peacock, because I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it. <laughs> oh, man. 
Yeah. Oh, the good old wife. Yeah, Peacock stinks. I'm, it's, it does I'm still pissed off at it. I'm still boycotting it. I might not even watch a game. Whoa. Whoa. Can't say that. <laughs> I mean, I mean I you got, got it now. So how about, how about you toss us them logs, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Where's that log at real quick? <laughs> I mean, you you cave first, so toss us the logs and let's just get over this. <laughs> yeah. Let's get over this together. We'll boycott it again in like three weeks. <laughs> let's just move on. Just move on. <laughs> well, Cam, what about you? Is it my turn? Okay. Well, I'll tell you. So this is this is kind of a two week bang up because they go and they go in perfectly together here. So last week I was telling you guys about how in my old age I've I've really dislike lines in all in all aspects of life right <laughs> um so getting so last week it was getting into a bar and and it was just like I, there was like maybe 14 15 people in a line to get into the bar i was like absolutely not we're we're leaving here we end up doing something else um and i've just realized that like not only get, getting into bars but in most places if i see a line i'm not doing it i'm like that's an instant bang up i'm not unless it's cedar point i'm waiting to, to ride a spectacular roller coaster I'm not waiting in a line. I'm going to do something else. That's that's it. That's bang up number one. Well, this weekend in my old age, I've also realized that I'm very identifiable for other old people to pick me out at a bar, which <laughs> is really banging me up. So I walked into this bar um, last weekend and I go in there. We're in there for like maybe 10 minutes. And there is this whirlwind of a girl group coming through. And I and guys, I'm not kidding. I hid behind a sign. I had one. I didn't want anything to do with it. They had a fishbowl with eight straws in it. They're getting, which is the most perfect thing to do after the coronavirus. And they're they're with no masks on. They're just rolling through this bar like a whirlwind of drunken. Like there's this one really nice girl you could tell was just the nice girl of the group. And then there's this mean, mean girl that was just yelling at anybody that was trying to drink out of this fishbowl. And I, I hid behind a sign. I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say it. I hid, I hid behind a sign. And these old, these two older guys at the bar who had to be like maybe over 40, like in between 40 and 50 years old, they're like, hey, hey, uh, fellow old guy, why don't you come on over here, listen to our dad jokes, and <laughs> let us talk about how disgruntled we are in our marriages and ex-wives and things like that. I'm like, man, what is going on? What am I doing here? And I just instantly was banged up by that. So I had to not only dodge the 21-year-old whirlwind of drunk girls that are trying to just, I don't know, just terrorize this place, but then I also get identified within five seconds of being an old, a fellow old person. And I have to go and um, talk about their, these guys' ex-wives and how disgruntled they were in their current marriages. I think the one guy was on his like third or fourth marriage at the age of like 45. So, you know, he's winning life. So anyways, old age has really been picking up at the bar scene lately, boys. It's going good. They I mean, must, uh, they must have been Jonah Hill fans. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> They must have been I, able to spot you. I mean, I get it now because I, I was hiding. I was hiding in places. I mean, Jonah Hill, obviously big celebrity, probably has to hide places. I get it. I mean, I had to do it this past weekend. Hit right <laughs> behind the sign. <laughs> They're like, hey, is that Jonah? <laughs> I mean, oh, I, he disappeared. I they, just, they just sniffed out your frail knee old age body <laughs> that you have. They're like, I can smell someone who doesn't like a long line. <laughs> <laughs> That's honestly what it, it, it honestly was. Like, I was just, I was with a, I was with a couple kids from work that are maybe five, six, five or six years younger than me, and these guys didn't even blink at them twice. Like, didn't even look at them. Just go, hey you, hey you, buddy, come on over here. Yep. Come here, water. Yeah, you, you belong. Yeah, you, you belong right in this area of the bar, right with us. And and listen to these terrible. I forget this joke that he told, but it was absolutely awful. I had to like do a cringe laugh, and then I walked away. I was, was just like, like oh, God. Hey, come to daddy. Yeah. Did you drink a? Uh, 
Did you drink a Coors Light bottle? Uh, no, Rolling Rock. Oh, <laughs> that might be worse. I, yeah, yeah, I just, these guys are drinking Rolling Rocks, and I don't have—I don't even have a problem with Rolling Rock. My grandpa, my—I've been drinking Rolling Rocks since for for a while. I mean, that's a that's a beer of choice in the Strub Clan. So, um, but yeah, it just here's a Rolling Rock somehow. I'm like, okay, cool. That's oh, great. That's exactly what I picture old dads doing. <laughs> you got to get the bot. It's got to always be a bottle. Yeah. If they can get the bucket with ice in them. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. It sets them over yeah. the edge. Yeah. Yeah. This, this one guy on his fourth marriage had a very like short cropped mohawk. I'm like, dude, what are you trying to do here, man? What is going on? <laughs> he's like, I've, I've been married four times. Give me a break. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah. He's like, you won't meet her. And you see those guys, that girl group? I'm like, those girls have to be 20. How do you know those girls? He's like, oh, I'm in here all the time. I'm like, Jesus Christ, get me away from here. <laughs> so, anyways. All right. Well, let's get into the poll questions, boys. So this was a this is a good again. one. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do this again. Um <laughs> I, I, this is what I don't want to do for the rest of the episode, Sizemore. I don't want to keep going again every time we get into a new section. All right. Anyways, all right. Poll questions from last week. This was oh, and this was two weeks, two weeks ago, two weeks ago. Because <laughs> uh, we, we, right. we didn't record last week. Uh, technical <laughs> difficulties. That's all I have to say. Poll questions without any more interruptions, please. We had: <laughs> Is hot dog a sandwich? Is chili a soup? Is pineapple acceptable on a pizza? And inside or outside eating, and these are these are all just yes or no responses. We got, I mean, Johnny, we had we had a good response on these yes or nos, right? I oh mean, yeah, this, yeah, big turnout. Good. So yeah, big, big fans. So that we'll, we'll probably do something like that again for this week, um, just because apparently you guys are all too lazy to actually like type in your own response. So <laughs> a simple a simple yes or no is is apparently all we're gonna get. And you know what? We're gonna fucking take it. So <laughs> with that being said, the first question. Is hot dog is a hot dog a sandwich? And this was a this was a landslide in the favor of yes or I'm sorry no eighty six percent no said hot dog is not a sandwich. And Johnny, you agree with you agree with the crowd here? Oh, uh, it's not a sandwich. It's it's a hot dog. It's not a sandwich. Boldface lie. No, you're lying to yourself. No, I'm not. It's it's not a sandwich. It's a hot dog. No, it is a sandwich. Oh, because there's a piece of meat between two pieces of bread. Yeah, yeah, no. Here, according to Webster, a sandwich is two or more slices of bread or a split roll having a filling in between. They added that part in just because that guy who wrote it thinks it's a fucking sandwich. No, a hot dog is a sandwich. It's the same thing as a bologna sandwich. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Bologna sandwich is a bologna sandwich. No, it's like the exact same meat processed a little differently into a flat piece of versus a thin tube. Apparently, I'm with the people. You are with the people, but the people are wrong. Those the other fourteen percent, we are right. It is a sandwich. One of them's your wife, put, so I see what you're doing. You here. put condiments <laughs> on top of it, just like you do on a sandwich. Just because it's this way versus making a V versus two patties. It's a hot dog. I think Tina probably only categorized it as a sandwich because she can't eat any of those anyways, right? Anything anything considered a sandwich, you really can't eat because it bread has gluten, right? Unless you get gluten-free bread. Okay. Well, anyway. Gluten-free hot dog. (laughs) First of all, yeah. I mean, a hot dog's not a sandwich, Eismore. I don't – it's just not – it's not even close. Simply as a sandwich. No. I mean, rule number one of being a sandwich, it has to be delicious. So, no. Hot dog's (laughs) not even close. 
So <laughs> first of all, hot dogs are very good. I know. love Jesus. hot dogs. I I put down a couple hot dogs. Right this now. is our unpopular opinion, I, which is apparently my thing on this. Besides Sizemore being the fourteen percent that thinks hot dogs a sandwich, but unpopular opinion about hot dogs is no, just don't. I don't want one unless I'm absolutely blitzed at a baseball game. That's it. If I'm going anywhere else in life or at home or anywhere, I don't want a fucking hot dog. Give you're not a, a you're not pleasure per, you're not a pleasurable person to eat with. No. Yeah, no, you know what? Yeah, because you guess what? Main condiment on a hot dog is fucking ketchup. Don't really like ketchup. Don't really. Hot dog is the ass of fucking meat, too. So, like, why would I want a hot dog? Some would say you don't put ketchup on a hot dog. I always put ketchup on a hot dog. I mean, I definitely would would say you just don't eat a fucking hot dog. You just get a goddamn hamburger. That's it. I mean, they, they do a hot dog eating competition. Every year on the 4th of July. Oh, Joey Chestnut. I think it's a pretty big deal. It is. Hot dogs are a big deal. Hot dogs stink. You stink. Hot dogs aren't a sandwich. <laughs> I agree with that. It's not, even, it's not even close. Yeah, that's it. That's all there is to it. Sizemore, one of you walked into a sandwich shop and goes, you know what really sounds like a good fucking sandwich today? A fucking hot dog. Many times. Can no, you get no. a hot dog at Jimmy John's? No, Webster says hot dog is a sandwich. Yeah, well, I don't care. And Webster is smarter than me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Webster's knows a lot of words. <laughs> it's like they're Adam Sizemore or something. Not many words. <laughs> okay. Anyways, that's all right. I'm I'm done with that. All right. Next one, boys, is chili a soup? This is another kind of a landslide one here. Seventy-one percent said no. Chili is not a soup, and I think. The boys are all in agreement on this one, right? That that we we're, we're with the people on this. Is that true? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I mean, it's it's not a soup. It's just it's, it's simply chili. Johnny and I had this for our conversation, drinking multiple bevies, and it, it's it's its own category. Yeah, chili is chili. When you go to a when you go to a restaurant, they have their soup list, and then they have chili right after that. Facts. It is separated on the menu. It is a different item. And the people have stated it's not a soup. Yeah, it's not. Nope. It's closer to a stew. Yeah, yep. it is a soup. Yep. Agreed. And stew is and stew is not a soup. Stew is a meal. Soup is more of like a side in in general in in most restaurants as well. But and then also stew is all meat and veggies, and soup is more broth based, which is another big deal. Chili, that is all meat, veggies, beans. However you have your stew, or however you have your chili. It doesn't, you know, if you got a broth-based chili, you're just you're just not Ooh. doing it right. You just oh, gotta you, send it the fuck back. I can't even think of that. You, you fucked up. Yeah. Your ingredients way off. Yeah. <laughs> your yeah, your chili wrong. ingredients <laughs> are not correct. Um, you just throw that away because you don't you don't got chili. You got some kind of soup. You you immediately <laughs> immediately went wrong when you started. <laughs> now throw this shit out and restart. <laughs> I would like, I'd really like to know this 29% what they, I, I mean, cause we don't even have like a contrary opinion to this. Like how is like, they're just like, yeah, you, you like they just consider it a soup because like you eat it with a spoon in a bowl. Like that's it. Is that their, I don't know. Like I'd like to know the 29% who think chili is a soup here. Cause yeah. number one, I, they're, I, they're I violently wrong. Don't so. want to know. Because it would make me angry. Because it's so wrong. I mean, the boys are at one hundred percent. The boys are at a hundo. (laughs) And when we're and when we're all in agreement, that there's something to be said about that. That's all I said. Because we to say that we argue about everything is a little bit understated. I think. (laughs) 
So, anyway, hot dog's dog a sandwich. Okay, <laughs> he's back. Ketchup, ketchup, ketchup fucking stinks. Okay, oh, oh, God. all right, cool. All right, next one is pineapple acceptable on a pizza? This one, a bit of a surprise, especially for you two boys here. 60% said yes, it is yeah. acceptable on a pizza. Yeah. And I don't think you guys are going to like that. I don't think you guys like that one bit. I can confidently tell you I don't like that. I it's disgusting. People must like bad pizza. I have I'm just it's 60% of disgust that I have right now. Yeah, it's like, "Hey, let me put something that shouldn't go on pizza on pizza and act like it's good." No, you can't do that. Pineapple good alone. Pineapple on pizza awful. Oh. Pineapple warmed up <clears throat> even worse. But, nope. <laughs> this is I mean, it's it's downright atrocious putting pineapple on a pizza and oh, I had a pineapple. I had to oh. live with someone for years that would only order pineapple on pizza and it was the most disgusting thing in the world. And I think he only did it because he knew I wouldn't eat it. Oh. Yep. He did it because you wouldn't eat it and I was indifferent. So like I'm indifferent to this whole thing. Would would pineapple be my first choice on a pizza? Absolutely fucking not. But <laughs> if it comes on a piece of pizza, will I eat it? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I don't it doesn't really bother me one way or the other. To be fair, I have had some really shitty, like, where they just, I swear to God, they just take, like, one of those uh, Kroger cans of pineapples and they just take take it out of the can and they just dump it on the pizza and throw it in the oven. And it's Ugh. just absolutely terrible. If they do it right, like on a Hawaiian barbecue pizza or something where they throw some thin slices of, of pineapple on there that's nice and crisp. Yeah, no, that it, I think it's actually pretty good. But that happens very few and far between. Like I said, I think it's half-assery, if you will, on a lot of these pineapple, people get pineapple on pizza and they're just like, yeah, this is great. It tastes right out of the can. It's awesome. They just like pineapple. I don't know. Yeah. I, I would say, if you had a Hawaiian pizza, barbecue sauce is the base, put some ham on it, and you left off the pineapple, <laughs> that would be fucking amazing. Good pizza. Good pizza right there. Just don't put that pineapple anywhere near <laughs> the sauce, cheese, and, and ham. When you think about putting it on the pizza, don't do it. Yeah. If you think it's a good idea, it's not. <laughs> so I'll tell you what's a good idea. I'll tell you what's a good idea. Hawaiian barbecue pizza without the pineapple. <laughs> yeah. I mean, great idea. Someone needs to wow. trademark that. No, no, it's it's not that bad, boys. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm indifferent, though, so I can't argue too strongly against it because, like I said, there's maybe 15 other toppings I'd rather have on a piece of pizza than pineapple. So it is what it is. 15? Almost anything. <laughs> Besides pineapple. So the pod the pod disagrees with the uh, with the viewers. Good. This, yep. was, this was a bad call on the viewers' part. <laughs> bad call, viewers. Bad call. <laughs> All right. Well, the last one here is, do you prefer to eat inside or outside? And the people made the right call just barely on this one, but it was the right call. Absolutely. Not, you know who deals with absolutes? The people do. 53% said, yes, you go outside and you eat your food, Johnny. You do it. Why would you do that? No, it's, it's, it's easy. It's very easy things. If it's a nice, if it's a nice day out, just just go on outside. Just take your food out there. Enjoy the fucking day. Eat your food, and it's a it's a lovely time. I don't know. I don't know what your problem is. Just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I mean, there's there's bugs. It's hot. The wind. I just get me get me a plate of food. Let me eat it in an ideal climate inside, and I'll meet you outside. 
Yeah. Very simple. I'm just wasting more time to walk outside yeah, no. when I can just smash it real quickly inside. Yeah. Then and you, then go outside. And you keep the comforts where they should be. And eating inside, much more comfortable. Definitely. Landslide. It, it should have been a landslide. I'm a, I'm a little upset about this. Nope. You, have to, you have to deal with the sun. I'm bald. I'm bald now. I'm like, white. I have to, I have to deal <laughs> with this wretched sunburn on the top of my bald head. Get my, ahead. Skin was not, my skin was not built for this kind of ah, sun exposure. It was, just, it was just wrong. You got wind. You got flies. A lot got... of people have fucking patios that you guys don't have to deal with the sun. You don't have to deal with the wind. It could have been a nice... You don't have to deal with wind. Overcast. It could have been a nice overcast, very calm day, Johnny. And like I said, in ideal conditions, if you had a choice between inside or outside, you guys said inside. And everybody, I mean, well, 53% said outside because they're they're smart. And you guys aren't. <laughs> and you know what? I, Mama Streb is disappointed in you guys. She's dis, she is she is disappointed when she hears this. She's she's gonna text you both and be like, "You guys are not invited back to, <laughs> to party in 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 our outdoor facility and eat eat our food anywhere." First, first off, Mama, Mama, Shreb, Mama Shreb's a saint, so yeah. she wouldn't say that at all. She couldn't say that. You're you're right. I might totally. Made I would it. think that you stole her phone and said it. She would. <laughs> She would just be. She would just kind of just give you like a slightly disappointed smiley face emoji or something like that. <laughs> um, I don't even know if she knows what an emoji is, but that—that's exactly how I would see that going. She's like, you know, I'm just, I really love you guys, but it's just, I'm just disappointed. In, I'm disappointed in your choice it. of not eating outside. I really we'll just gonna. I hate to see it from. <laughs> <laughs> I just. I, I think more or less for me, it just brings me back to when I was a kid. We used to eat on the patio, but. Like the sun was always going down, so you can't block it. Um, the wind would always just gust at uh, the inappropriate time, and everything would go flying. Going to take a bite of your hot dog, and then wham, napkin right in the mouth too. Yeah. It's just probably got just, disgusting ketchup all over you. Didn't like it. I'd give I, me all the ketchup. First off, I'd lick that off your lake. <laughs> lick that off my lake, my life. What is that? <laughs> your off your life. face. Oh, <laughs> off my face. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be good this week. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm not eating outside this weekend, by the way. It's not happening. Yeah. Well, whatever. Do it. Yeah, well, you're gonna go outside. I'm gonna throw something right in your face, and we'll see if you eat it. We'll see if you eat it or not. I'll wipe my ass with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, let's get into a little sports news here, boys. So. Fine. Two, two big things have happened in the last two weeks. Uh, we may or may not have discussed this last week. I already beat you two at Sizemore, so fuck off. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say one of this is old news, one is current. Uh, this is very relevant. Everybody's pretending like this is a very relevant thing we're going to talk about. No side comments, please. J.J. Watt to the Arizona Cardinals. He's teaming back up with Nuke and Mr. Kyler. Mr. Kyler Murray. What do you guys think, J.Mo.? I think it's a weird move. I mean, uh, he didn't give any hints that the Cardinals were the, the spot. I think it wasn't even on a list. Yeah. I mean, I guess kudos to him for keeping it under wraps, but it's just a weird move. I, I think it does make them better defensively for sure. Him on the other side of Chandler Jones, two monsters on the line, most exactly. stacks since yep. 2012. And that defense desperately needed help. So I don't know. Uh, does it really put them that much over the top? Eh, no, they're not winning that division, but they're they're definitely going to compete for a wild card again. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. It, I mean, when he's on the field, 
he's a top 10 player on the defensive line. So if he can make it through a season. Yeah. I mean, but he's, he's rarely healthy now, like for a whole year. So I don't know. It's, it's a weird move. I think, I think it's cool. He's going back with DeAndre Hopkins and plus the Cardinals play the Texans this season. So hammer, spread, whatever it is, <laughs> hammer. I thought this was just a, a yawn move. Yeah. I mean, Cardinals are eight and eight. And like you said, I don't think this makes them that much better. Maybe 10 and six now. Um, if that, yeah. I, mean, I just, I was expecting a little bit something more. I wanted him to go to like Buffalo or Tennessee or Green Bay, one of these teams that are, you know, trying to make a, a, a push for a Super Bowl. Um, I just, in this late in his career, I would think that he would want that Super Bowl and want that chance. And I, I just don't think that the Arizona Cardinals are that team. It comes down to Kyler. Yeah, I mean, he's going to have to take the next step. Yeah, for sure. Kyler's obviously a big deal there. But, yeah, I mean, a healthy J.J. Watt, I mean, on the opposite side of Chandler Jones, I mean, that makes that defense something – It could be. I mean, it could be something special, honestly. It gives, gives uh, Kyler a little bit more time, a little more time in possession if that defense can get the offense, opposing offenses out of the field. So, I mean, obviously you don't know what the impact is of, of a healthy J.J. Watt, but – I mean, if he can stay healthy, like you guys said, man, that's a that's a big difference maker there. So yeah, I mean, I think the bigger thing is they also got to do well in this draft. So we'll see how they, they see how they do in this draft and, and make a couple of good good picks here and get maybe a couple maybe a couple guys that can actually make an instant impact and all of a sudden look out. Mm-hmm. We'll see. See what happens. See, what I, I I like the Cardinals so. And I like JJ Wise. I'm a big JJ Watt guy. Yeah, yeah. you're sneaky, sneaky Cardinals guy this past year, John. I think you bet. Oh. Like, I think you bet every single game, and it was going lost well for you for a couple weeks. Lost and then, a lot, at and the end. then uh, yeah, didn't go so hot towards the end. Yeah, real bad at the end, actually. That's what. That's what'll happen. Well, the second big thing that just happened, and I don't have to go into any of this about how we recorded this last week. It is <laughs> Dak Prescott. He signed a $160 million extension over four years with $126 million guaranteed, boys. Holy shit. Finally got the deal. He got exactly what he asked for a year later. Yep. Like, exactly. He he gave up nothing in this deal. He got everything he wanted, and it couldn't have come at a worse time for the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. So, congrats to him. I mean... See see how he does coming back from this disgusting like injury that he had. I think he'll be productive no matter what. He's a damn good quarterback for them. But it's going to completely pigeonhole their entire team. I mean, they yeah. have no money now. And don't be surprised if Ezekiel Elliott is either cut or traded. I could see that. I thought I personally think this was a bad deal for the Cowboys. Terrible. Because coming off that injury, just use the franchise tag one more year. Yep. Um, see how he comes back. He's going to have to play to get money anyway, so he's going to play extra hard and see where he's at at the end of the year. You're going to, I mean, you're throwing this much money. You can do that next year as well. Yeah. Um, I, I just, especially when the cap goes back up. I just think this was a yep. dumb move on their part, especially for holding out last year. Like you made a statement last year, and now you kind of just gave in and for yeah. nothing. Unfortunately, the difference of that team with with and without Dak Prescott was too was too big. So I think that's how, that, I think that's why the Cowboys gave. They're like we we have to pay this guy because I mean they had to feel pretty good like going into last season where they're at, and then 
I mean, I think all three of us picked the Cowboys to win that division last year, obviously before Dak Prescott got hurt. Um, but it's just I mean, talent wise they should. No, yeah. yeah. It's just yeah, their exactly. defense is their defense turned it around a bit for them, but yeah. Well a lot of injuries. Just yeah, a lot of injuries to start first the first part of the year there with I mean with offensively, obviously with Dak and then defensively as well. So I mean but yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't it's just crazy. I mean, that's a good point too, John. Is the seller cap just came out? It's one hundred eighty-two point five mil this year. So I mean, you got to think that it's going to go up next year. So yeah, I mean, from the Cowboys side, I mean, could they have done something, work something out with Dak, and try to work something out for next year? But I don't know. They they basically felt that they have an elite QB and they had to lock him down. So I mean, All right. I over, have no no doubt he's a franchise quarterback. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I mean, over, but over, I mean, just under a quarter of your total salary cap for this this year is now on Dak Prescott. Is it? Right. Isn't his first year under this contract like seventy five million? It's it's a lot. Yeah. It's like an outrageous number. Yeah. And it's sixty six million dollars signing bonus. Yeah. It's, are you fucking serious? It's just yeah. It's crazy. To me, I think you could have done better from a Cowboys perspective. You could have done better in figuring out where this injury was at. Yeah. I think yep. another reason why they were decided to even do it now is I think the Cowboys just restructured their TV deal with mm. them to get even more money. So, I mean, Jerry Jones is a he's famous for doing signings like this. Like Amari Cooper at the time became was the highest paid receiver. Ezekiel is still the highest paid running back. Yeah. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence was top three uh, highest paid defensive lineman. Tyron Smith uh, was one of the highest paid defense uh, offensive tackles. So it's like he always just says, here's the most money, here's the most money, here's the most money. And, yep, and he did it again. Right. Meanwhile, T. Brady just won a Super Bowl for a $20 million guaranteed last year. So I love, yeah. how, everybody, I love how everybody's like, how does Tom Brady keep doing this? When Tom Brady's consistently like, yeah, I'll restructure <laughs> my contract and bring in no more problem. players to help me out. And everybody else is like, give me all the money you could possibly give me. <laughs> And they're like, why can't we win anything? Like, dude, you have almost a quarter of your entire team's salary cap. And like, what do you want him to do? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Jason Light won GM of the year for a reason. I mean, he got discounts across the board in the right. entire team. And they franchise take Chris Godwin. Yeah. So the only one they have to really think about now is Shaq Barrett. Yeah. And if they get him back, it's the same fucking team. Yeah. No, it's it's crazy. I mean, First off, Giselle was at one time making more money than Tom Brady. I think she still is. No, not anymore. Not anymore? No. Not after she um, stopped modeling. Mm. But, I mean, at that at that rate, do you need the money? No. Like, no. You just want the shoes. Yeah. And he has a ton of sponsors. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yep. So, I always just think that's funny, though. So, all these QBs are like, man, how does he do that? Well, dude, it's, it's just look at the math, man. Come on. Be real. It's not hard. You can't suck up. Like you said, a quarter of the team's money <laughs> in one position. There's 11 players on the field on offense and 11 on defense. There's 22 players that need to get paid. Yeah, and that's not including special teams. And by the way, it's it's March 10th. The Jets have the second most cap space. Haven't gotten a single player yet. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Everyone, everyone wants to go there. I hate this. They're just, <laughs> they're just holding out for the right players, John. That's it. Yeah. Making people what? Because they're in a position of strength, okay? Yeah, they totally are. <laughs> Hold strong. Hold strong, buddy. We got you. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll All need right. some help. All right. And, well, let's let's do 
we got to do golf. I mean, Let's this is it. probably this is probably. I mean, going back to last week, this is probably just the worst thing that happened to us across the board. Um, because it was we had a fun time last week, and we had a legendary intro, if I do say so myself, for Jason Kokrak. And you know what? I didn't even get to do the the intro, and he got me a top ten finish. Besides, you know what? Give us the recap, and then we'll we'll talk about it a little bit about the the Arnie Palmy, please. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk about uh, two weeks ago again because um, we didn't get to it last week. Um, well, we kind of did, but yeah, <laughs> we didn't recorded. get recorded. Um, <laughs> <laughs> with that being said, uh, I had not a great week. Cam, stellar week, got the first place at the WGC, Kalamorikawa, a top 10 or a top 25 in Carlos Ortiz. I had two top 25s in Hatton and Griffin, and then Johnny. Came to play finally. He saw the board. I was back, for, baby. For once in his life, got two second place finishes oh, baby. in Victor Hovland and Billy Horschel and a top 25 in Justin Thomas. It, it felt Ooh, good. It felt good. And let me tell you, much, much needed. Yeah. Much they needed. smoked it. Ah, and then last week, oh boy. Cam Shred coming out with another first place yeah. victory in Bryson and Jason Kokrak making a top 10. He's 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 racking them up there. He's yeah. two six and one for the year. That's two first place, six top impressive. tens. Oof. And what was uh, Bryson plus twelve hundred? Yeah. So it's enough. He was up. Uh, what was it? 30, 32 units, and then 12, 12 more units. Yeah. There? 40, 40, 44. 44 unit pluses right there. Yeah. Johnny had one top twenty five in nope. Sun J M, oh and Size had one top twenty five in Terrell Hatton. Victor Hovland, man. What the hell? He fell. Yeah, well, the weekend. Say, let's just say the chipping got him. The weekend was not good for him. No, it wasn't. He was he was hanging out. He was like, yeah, "I'm about to just walk away and win this." And then <laughs> turn f- turn on my phone, and I was like, "What the hell happened?" He was just shooting the ball around the course. Those conditions were were hard. Yeah, he did not like them, and it showed. Yeah, a crazy crazy one was uh, Bryson on Saturday going oh. for number six. Yeah. Put it thirty yards short of the green, and he had the distance to go for the green too. I know. Yeah, he hit ball hard. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did watch a uh, a funny video as Jason Daly, um, John Daly, or John Daly from a few years ago, and he goes for uh, the sixth green like five times, <laughs> and just was short every single time. It was like <laughs> a ball tracker, and it was just like him short, 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 and then he hit one over. He ended up taking 18 on the hole. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go for it, man. I mean, sometimes you just got to go for it. Lay it all out there. Just let it out. Oh, with that, we got the Players' Championship this weekend, boys. The fifth major, as it is called. It's at the TPC Sawgrass, where we love it, in Florida. Um, boys, this is, this is where it all ended last year. This is everything sank on uh, Friday of, of last year of the players, they pulled the cord. Um, so we're, we're back to the beginning. This is the roots. Back at it again. COVID, COVID hit, struck, and ended just the but, whole year. But we're back at it. The players is on. We got 48 of the top 50 of the world's golfers here. It's going to be a, a rip shit and a riot, if I do say <laughs> so myself. This is a wonderful Pete Dye course playing just under 7,200 yards, par 72 track. We got small greens, a lot of waste areas around the greens. You can get into trouble if you miss them. Um, 
with that, the, the famous 17th green threw off Cam last week when Johnny mentioned the 17th. Edge of 17, baby. And uh, I was surprised that you knew that. I try to, I try to know things. You just get, get your knowledge. I mean, I think it's the water that gets you. There's Anything, so much water. I mean, it is a beautiful hole. It's the island. Yeah, it's a peninsula. I mean, you like Hawaii. You like water and golf. Like you put it together. It's I'm called the island. To it. <laughs> so we'll be seeing a lot of shots here. Just a quick stat. It's estimated a hundred thousand balls are pulled or retrieved from um, that lake each year. If I was there, I'd add to that total. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Weather is projected low low seventies, bright and sunny. Should be good. Uh, defending champ here, kind of 2019, is Roy Rory McElroy. Uh-huh. With that being said, uh, I'll lead us off here, boys. I'm going back to my call last year. I didn't call him for the PGA Championship, but I'm going to run back. Cam already called him for a win this year. He's going to win it again. It's Callum Morikawa. He's plus 2,000. Um, I just he's in great form and he's one of the best iron players on tour. And I think with these small greens, you're definitely going to need it. Um, and if you can keep that putting going, like you had uh, when when Cam picked him at the WGC, I think I think he'll he'll do fine here this week. Yeah, he's so damn accurate. Yeah. One what of about the most accurate on the tour? Yeah, it's all about the flat stick for that boy, baby. Yep. What about you, Johnny? Who's going to take it home this week? I'm not giving up now. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't. I think everyone <laughs> I, knows now. I, it's it's not going to change for a long time, probably. It's Victor Hovland. Rough weekend this past weekend. He was due for a bad weekend, though. Every every dog has its day. It's okay. So we're going to go right back to him. Can't give up on him now. He's still probably playing the best golf out of anybody in the world right now. So I'm still going to roll with him. He's Putting better than he ever thought he could last year. He's still extremely accurate. Uh, Tita Green, everything looks good with him. Plus 2,400. Number looks good with him. I think he's due for a nice bounce back. They've been in Florida now for, what, three weeks? So I think he's missing driving places. Yeah, just get him back in the car. Gotta get him <laughs> just get the boy back in the car. It's not a bad pick. I mean, he's like you said, he's one of the hottest golfers. So Yeah, I mean, take away that. I mean, he started off great, and then boom. Terrible round and didn't really bounce back from it at all this past weekend. So, so obviously we got our first place picks wrong because uh, Cam's going to tell us who's actually going to win. Yeah, clearly because this guy just won back to back weeks. He's up all these units. Let's see what you got, bitch. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't respond to bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if you're talking to me, which I know you're not, but if you're if you're asking me who's going to win this week, Johnny of the mm. Morgan Clan. <laughs> I think it's going to be Mr. John Rom. Yeah, he is he is fourteen to one this week, and I just I think there's a little disrespect going on with John Rom right now. Obviously, Bryson just won last week. He's the talk of the tour. Obviously, DJ's the best golfer in the world. Rory's been playing really well. I feel like John Rom is feeling a little disrespected. He's been playing pretty well so far this year. He's got two top five finishes already. He's got the game. He's got the accuracy. He plays Pete Dye courses really well. Um, I like John Rahm to kind of come in with a chip on his shoulder this week and get the W at TPC. Okay. Mm, I think it's going to come down to how he starts. I just don't like John Rahm, so I hope I he does better. I kind of like that he, he has an anger issue. I'll tell you right now, I picked two guys this week that I don't like at all. And Ooh. my Ooh. boat bet my boat bet will 
we'll show you that as well. But I'm I'm going with the statistics and the gut this weekend, not not the heart. But yeah. my second pick will be the heart. Can I just can I just give you guys you guys know what it's gonna be. It's gonna be the easiest one. Just like John picked Victor Hovland, I think a guy that's gonna do well this weekend has a chance to win is Tony Fino. I mean, he doesn't really have a chance to win. <laughs> just like you, John, I can't give up on my guy playing as well as everybody this week. Or I'm sorry, this this year so far. Um, he just can't get the W. So he's probably gonna finish second. Give me the top ten. It is what it is. Let's get over it. Let's not make a big deal about it. But Tony Finau getting it done for me this week. I can't give up on him. He's doing it. But he's cursed. I, I mean, I have to just correct you. You said he's probably getting second. He is getting second. Yeah. <laughs> Anywhere from two to six, pencil Tony Finau's name in and just get ready to write it in and pen. Do not place him in first place. Like If there's a place that he won't come in, first place. Oh, he's getting it done, boys. No, he's not. Let's do it. Let's go, Tony. I do like Tony, so yeah. I was I was kind of hoping I'm I'm kind of hoping one of these weeks that you don't pick him. He wins. Anyway. No, it's, it's definitely gonna happen, Johnny. You and I just need to stop picking Tony and Victor, and they'll yeah. they'll get it. They'll get the dubs. They'll get it. These dubs. guys win the Puerto Rican Open. I mean, they're, they're pulling our heartstrings. Victor already got a win. Yeah, Victor's good. Yeah. I mean, but Tony, Victor's, Victor's good. Yep, Tony's just he's struggling a little bit. It's okay. He's what's gonna it? win. He's gonna win the players. It's gonna what's happen. It, what's it at top ten? Is it fifty three for him? Uh, Top ten finishes without a win. It's either fifty three oh. or fifty four. Something, uh, something some wrong, wildly good it's, number. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> amazing. Yeah, it's but a lot. Let's, get, let's get past it. Let's get past it. Move on. All right. All right. All right. Let me tell you who's going to do well this week. Who do we got? It's to the well. It's the young kid. It's it's the kid with his PGA. Ticket on the line. It's Will Zelatoris. Yeah, this is your guy right now. He's sixty-five to one, plus sixty-five hundred. Um, I mean, he's just—he's coming on strong. He had another top twenty finish this past week. Um, he's just—he's a great iron player. Um, got to love to see that. Um, and I mean, with that top twenty finish, it's eight top twenties in twelve events. Kids, the kid's on fire. He's playing some good golf. Um, However, I do have to put a caveat in here. Mm. First-time players of the TPC Sawgrass don't fare well. Oh boy! But he's making—he's—he's he's a strong blood, and he's making name and putting check marks on all these boxes. So some would say he's going to do at TPC Sawgrass this week. Some would say that a newbie is due. Yeah. So some would say. I mean, some would say. <laughs> a couple people would say stats that. are saying. <laughs> All signs point to no, but <laughs> some would say. Who do you who do you got doing well this week? Yeah, uh, I don't really like picking this guy at all. Why? Because every time I pick him, it, it never works out. Hmm. But he does play well here. He does reside in uh, Columbus. Yeah, and he's plus forty eight hundred. Day day, Jason Day. I've been eyeballing him for the last few weeks, and I've liking what I'm seeing. And I think this is the week to take him. I feel good about it. Uh, I don't like him, but I feel good about the pick. He's going to play well. I like Jason Day. Yeah. Don't be shocked he's a- if he's leading after the first day. <laughs> don't be shocked. Another fun stat by yeah, Johnny Morgan. Stat slash dad joke. Don't be <laughs> shocked if Day's winning after the first day. Ha, 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 ha. Have a day, Jason. Oh, another one. 
Nope. That's I had to get it in there. I had to get first, it in there. First one's free. Second one's going to cost you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cam. Who's going to beat Jason Kokrak in the... Oh, man. Hate, hate the boat bet this week. In the boat bet oh, of this the week. week. I, I can't I can't tell you how disappointed I am that the people didn't get to hear my Jason Kokrak intro and and also how he finished top ten for me last week. I'm there's no bigger disappointment in the world. Just just that alone makes me hate my life that I didn't that I didn't invite Craig to record our episode last week. But anyways, this week's theme is I'm taking guys that I don't like, but I think are gonna do well. And this is my second least favorite golfer to watch on tour behind Sergio Garcia. That's how much I dislike this. You guys know how much I hate this Sergio Garcia, right? Well, mm-hmm. this guy, his name is Keegan Bradley. He's far worse. Oh, I hate Keegan Bradley. I can't stand watching this guy play golf. If he does well, I am not going to be happy about it. I just got a bad feeling. He's been play- he's a- to put it to put it lightly, he's on some shit. I don't know what kind of shit he's on, but he's on it. And he's been playing out of his mind. He's got two top ten finishes over the last few weeks. And I mean, this is this guy is the like in baseball terms, he's the human rain delay. He's literally Mike Hargrove of golf. Like if you if if you guys haven't seen this dude play, you just Google just Google Keegan Bradley pre swing like habit or whatever. And it's literally a minute and twenty seconds of this idiot going back forth. Literally, he, he literally readjusts his glove five or six times, puts his club down, makes sure the ball doesn't even look at the ball, just keeps looking up, doing whatever. It is the most annoying thing in the world. Everybody hates everybody hates playing with him. Anyways, this guy is one twenty five to one. He's on some shit. He's actually he's playing excellent golf. Strokes, I mean, his approach game, just like Sizemore said about Zal Torres, like he is his game has been on point, which I think matches up well. And he plays Pete Dye courses excellent. I got to go with Keegan Bradley, unfortunately, as my boat bet this week, boys. You know, it's really funny. When he was doing well last week, they still weren't showing him. Because nope. I'm pretty sure that everyone – They're going to lose it. I mean, it, it annoys me just to watch it. He steps up to the ball, addresses the ball, steps behind the ball, then backs up from the ball, steps, addresses the no, ball, backs up from no, the ball. It's the worst. Fixes his glove 14 times. It's so bad. Just I think Google. he has OCD. Oh, 100%. He has, he, has, he has to have OC. I, I don't I do not like Keegan Bradley. It's it's awful to watch. He, and Keegan Bradley, but he played in the Jays last week though. Yeah, the only good thing is is he sponsored by Air Jordan. That's pretty played good. in the Jays. Yeah. Only person sponsored by Air Jordan. Why? I don't know. They have the sickest golf shoes all the time. Arson just got them. Yeah, cuz he's old. That's mm. pretty jealous. Bitch. But I, I got my pooms. I got, you got the pooms. You got the pooms. Um, let me tell you who's going to be a great boat bet of Pete of the week. It his name is Lanto Griffin. Going back to the well, <laughs> back to him. Uh, plus eleven thousand, one hundred ten to one. Um, yeah, I mean this is another great iron player kind of theme of the week. Um, small greens got to be good with the irons. Um, he's strokes gain approach to the green twenty third on tour. So he's very well. Um, the last four weeks he's tied for tied for twenty sixth. 22nd, 21st, and 7th. Four top, on some shit. Four top 26 uh, finishes. I'm, I'm going to go with them. You know, let's see something, see some magic happen this week at TPC Sawgrass. Let's see what Lanto's got. And see Lanto Griffin. He's always been there, like, at the top of the leaderboard on Saturday, and then he kind of stumbles on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Not a good finisher. But this week he's going to finish well. 
Let's see what your boy got. Yeah, let's do it. That's what she said. Nailed it. <laughs> Johnny. Boys, buckle in. Who's the boat bet? Buck all in, because I got some shit for you guys. I was doing some digging, and I was doing some reading. And let me just start from the top. My guy is 24 years old. He is from Deep Plains, Iowa. Deep Plain, Deep Plain. <laughs> Good fucking reference to the movie. That's my boy. Very funny. So, I'm not even going to give you his name yet. I'm just going to tell you what he's done, just to blow your guys' fucking mind here. He has had six top 25 finishes since September. You don't know who it is yet, do you? Neither did I. He's only missed three cuts since September. Pretty good. He was tied for 36 last week. Eh. He was tied for 21st at the AT&T. He was tied for 37th at the Farmers, and he was tied for 5th at the Amex. Still don't know who this guy is. But now we get to his name and his odds. We'll start with the odds. He is plus 15,000. And his name is Doug. How you doing? Where you gim? Doug Gim, baby. Give me this guy. He's going to have a field day this week. I love this guy. Gim him to me. <laughs> Boom. Doug Gim. So many oh, dad jokes. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. He is so good. Oh, God. I can't he's believe cut. this guy. He's cut. He's cut. That it's it's going to be nuts. It's going to be nuts. You brought in you brought in the cut statistic on on Gim, mm-hmm. and he's he's getting his ass cut. I'm not going to lie. You read off all those stats and like how well he's been playing. I've never seen this guy. <laughs> never seen. Him. I saw his name. I was like, this is a wild name. Let me look this dude up. Realize this guy's playing pretty dynamite lately. So first off, and I second off that last name. I only see the last name on on the, on my screen. His first name's Doug. <laughs> Did you see what the guy looks like? Uh, no. <laughs> Take a look. Oh my! <laughs> I was I was thrown for a loop there. Yeah, John. The biggest question that the people want to know that they really don't know what they want to know because they missed the segment last week. But <laughs> does the guy look like he can do some shotguns in the mini lot? No. Uh, I think he can hang around for a bit. I think he would. He looks like he would be counting the number of shotguns. <laughs> going on at one time he looks like a very well-educated person listen doug wouldn't get there early but he wouldn't be there late he'd get there right when he intended on to just like gandalf as a wizard this is the wizard of the course he's pretty fucking hideous but he's good at golf nerd alert Wow, what the fuck just happened? What, <laughs> I have no idea. What, how did Gandalf get in here? What are we talking about? The wizard of the court? Like, does he shot shape? Like, what are we talking about here, John? Like, that was a nonsensical analogy you just threw out. You don't even understand it yourself. Nope, but I feel yeah. good about it. The, the Gandalf of the golf course. You just had to, I mean, at least my analogy made sense from baseball, John. The human rain delay, the, the, the Gandalf of golf. What are you talking about? Yeah, he's, he's so good. I, I just, I can't get over how good this guy is. Oh, man. Oh, geez. All right. With that, boys, uh, weather's going to be nice here every year. We get uh, a score in the teens. This one shouldn't be too hard to predict. Um, with the nice weather, I think we're going to get right around minus 17 this year. No, wait. Uh, what did we pick? Who picked the, what last week? Oh, we got nowhere near it. Nowhere near it. I thought I got close. I mean, you were the closest. Hey, <laughs> there we go, baby. Yeah, so you think it's seventeen this week? Yeah. Cam, uh, I'm gonna go a little bit lower. I'm gonna go with fifteen this week. Nope, twelve. 
Wrong. Yeah, you <laughs> way off. Well, when Doug Gim is minus 12 and tied for first, I, let's see what happens. All right. And uh, moving on. <laughs> right. Yep. Let's get into the EPL, boys. EPO, EPO. What's up, everyone? We have recently partnered with the first social network for sports fans and betters, Vigit. It allows fans to compete head-to-head with their friends while providing insider information with access to odds, scores, and statistics all in one central location. This is a 100% free sportsbook platform with total access to -to up-to-date line movements and even shows where the public money is at. So sign up today using the code BANGEDUP to claim your 1,000 free coins to start picking some winners with the boys of the Banged Up Bets. Download the Vigit app today. I did not do well this week. Um, first time under in, in a few weeks. I went four and seven, minus one and a half units. Cam, four and five, up two and a half units. And Johnny, six and six, just barely up a half a unit. Hey, let's go. We back, baby. The kid, positive. Cam, how about that uh, 0-5 run to end our EPL run? Because that sucks. Wasn't ideal. I started off great and ended poorly. So luckily, I hit the parlays, though. That's what what mattered. Yeah. That's what got you. Liverpool is really bad right now. They're really bad. Well, only only in EPL. Yeah. Only in EPL. Put him in the Champo. Woo. Champo Cruz. All right, with that, our first game, Friday, March 12th at 3 p.m. We have Newcastle versus Aston Villa. Johnny, what do you got? I thought this was pretty simple. Not a lot of juice. Villa's minus 110 on the money line. Newcastle's just a very bad team. Um, I think it's pretty safe to say Villa, money line, minus 106. I don't think it took a lot of analysis to take that game, so. I mean, I'm just going to jump right out and just say I disagree. Um, mm. Both teams uh, have kind of hit a lull. Um, they both have the same record, 1-2-2, two, and two, over the last five games. I see this one being a draw. I like the draw plus 250, and I like these teams to be bad enough to draw. I agree. Fulham, uh, behind them. I agree. Give me the draw. Yeah, I don't. I don't. What's what are the odds in this under here? I mean, it can't. It's got to be juiced off the the his aisle. <laughs> uh, for the under, it is minus one thirty six. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Draw it is. Let's do it. Yeah. I, I mean, Newcastle is very close to being in the relegation zone. Fulham's right on their tail. Right on one the, point off. I also saw a, a stat: Newcastle. Almost all their players have non-regulatory, non-relegation clauses in their contract. Oh boy, they would be absolutely <laughs> fucked, basically. <laughs> oh shit! I mean, oh, that's gonna suck. But also, let's go full on. Oh well, pull, big full form. Full form. Craven Cottage, baby. Oh, it's, I, I mean, you've made me a full fan. I, I don't know why. I love them so much. <laughs> I, I don't know why. I love the underdog, baby. You do. With that, we have the next game, Saturday morning, March 13th at 7.30 a.m. We have number 11, Leeds, versus number four, Chelsea. Made it back to the top four, baby. Oh, yeah. Let's go, Blues. Chelsea looking good, man. Playing some good football. They're right really now. good right now. They are. Ducal got them uh, just running. They just yeah. 
simply don't give up goals. They just might yeah. as well just I mean this is I think this is easy in my opinion here. I think this is a money line under parlay once again. I'm super scared that Leeds is going to get a late goal, but I see this being a 1 or 2-0 game for Chelsea. Yeah, I I'm actually huh, kind of interested in this. Now nah, I'm just going to stick with what I have. I'm going to take Chelsea minus 1 at plus 185. Um I think they win this one 2-0 and I mean, you, you kind of hit hit the nail on the head. Um, they aren't giving up goals. I think they can get to that two-goal cushion um, and, and keep it. So I'm going to play uh, the minus one card here. I also play the minus one card. Uh, I think that's a very good possibility with how well Chelsea's been playing. Leeds has not been playing well uh, no. at all. But he can't score goals anymore. Yeah, that, that's that's wor- very worrisome. Uh, I actually am going to take... Mm, you know what? I'm going to take the under also. I'm going to go under two and a half. I had over, but then I thought about it. I didn't like it. <laughs> so I'm going to I'm gonna roll with the under instead of the over. So Chelsea minus one straight and then under two and a half straight. I like that. I, I didn't take the under because I could see it going 2-1. That's what's scaring me. And, and scary. leads us home, so Bamford could be, yeah. on, could be on the loose there for a second. But again, leads at home is... Very up and down, and also want to see how that pitch looks because every time, every week, that that pitch looks like it's been through war. Well, I I feel I think people are just going to tear ACLs left and right. Yeah. All right. Well, continue it up, Blues. Let's go. Uh, next game on Saturday, 10 a.m. We have number 13 Crystal Palace versus number 19 West Brom. Uh, yawn of a game. <laughs> Cam, what do you see? Yeah. So I think. I, man, this is a tough one because I think this could very easily be a draw. But these two teams don't draw that often, and Crystal absolutely annihilated West Brom um, on the reverse fixture in December. And I, I don't, I don't know why it's at it's at home at Crystal, which normally they do a little bit better. So I'm gonna roll with another parlay here. I'm rolling with Crystal Palace. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna do two bets, no parlay. Crystal Palace money line plus one twenty six. I'm going to roll with the under at, no, I think the juice is too big. Parlay. Parlay it is. Crystal, money line, plus 126, and the under, two and a half. Nice. Uh, I don't like that game. Um, I, I just actually, don't know what to pick. Yeah, I I, I mean, you said it, it screams draw. It, it definitely screams draw to me as well. Um, both these teams have a combined five draws in their last 10 games. Uh, they're both kind of struggling. Definitely West Brom. Uh, but Crystal Palace definitely as of late. Plus 225, I like the draw call here. I think it's going to be 1-1. One, one. Let me talk you into it. I, th- I see your your eyes are getting a little squinty, and you, you're thinking about <laughs> I'm it I'm definitely bit. thinking about it. <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. I can't do it. I don't, I don't got time to do it now. Smelling the action. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get above water. Right. I can't be Locked. taking it. All right. Locked in. You missed it. And the next game on Saturday at 12.30 p.m., we have number six, Everton, versus number 15, the Burnley Boys. Cam, what do you see? Oh, man. All right. This one is going to be interesting for me. So I think what's happening here is Burnley is just on a draw streak here. Other than getting annihilated by the Spurs three games ago, they've literally drawn four of their last five games. With that being said, I'm going to take Burnley – with plus half on the goal line to get that minus 107. And I'm going to go under two and a half in this game because I don't think there's going to be a lot of goals scored. I'm parlaying this bad boy. 
as well. Um, I'm going to take, I think this is either going to be a draw or maybe Burnley sneaks this one out. Um, and I don't know why, but that's my feeling. So I'm sticking to it. Yeah. I, I like the draw here. Everton, especially without James have, have come down to earth and, and James is still kind of day to day with um, his knock. So I like the Burnley boys. You, you mentioned it four draws in the last five, um, you know, it's kind of like, kind of saying that they're not going to draw, but at the same time, just it's kind of saying that they are going to draw. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a good counterattack team, so I think this one's going to end one-one. I think Everton's going to bang one home, and Burnley's going to get a counter. Um, we're going to get uh, a one-one draw. Everton looked rough against Chelsea. Yeah, so they they need a bounce back game. Yeah, and and maybe it's here, but I'm gonna go with the Burnley boys playing tough. I'm not taking it. All right. We're skipping over number 18, Fulham, versus number one, Manchester City. I want to take it so bad. The Fulham game? Yeah. What's the odds on it? It's plus 400 for the draw. Did you start it? It's plus 400 for the draw, but plus 900 on Fulham for a win. (laughs) Fulham's got those big wins lately. I know. And it's at Craven Cottage. Oh, man. I think you got to go for it. Uh, You got to take a stab at it. It's their Fulham boys, man. I might as well go big on this. Yeah, you might as well go big. I'm going to do – oh, God, no, I can't do that. Uh, <laughs> shit. Fuck it. Let's do it. I'm going to parlay it. Parlay? I'm going to do a parlay. Uh-oh. I'm going to do <laughs> Fulham money line over two and a half. Whoa. You're parlaying hey, that? I'm going to fucking parlay it. going to be Jesus. a billionaire. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If this – I swear to fucking God, if this hits – I'm buying a boat. <laughs> <laughs> that would be spectacular. Yeah. All right. Love well, it. Well, folks, Love don't, it. don't throw all your money into that basket. Yeah. yeah. If you want a dart, that's the one you're going to throw. <laughs> Fulham will not let you down. My you know? my safer dart was Burnley over Everton, and Johnny's like, yeah, you know what? Fuck that camp. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the plus nine hundred underdog yeah. <laughs> against the team top of the table, <laughs> 18th table, fighting for relegation, <laughs> playing the number one hottest team in EPL. <laughs> Listen, Fulham's home. <laughs> oh, all right. Moving into Sunday, March 14th, baby, 8 a.m. We have number 14th, Southampton versus number 17, Brighton. I thought all three of us got this one. Johnny, why don't you, why don't you lay it on us? Yeah, I'm going to lay it on us. Um, both teams aren't great right now. Uh, Southampton kind of got their doors blown off uh, today. 5-2 loss versus Man City. Yeah, I mean. It, it had, was a strange game. Though. They had a lot, of, a they, lot of chances. A lot of chances. I mean, Ings is still going to be out. But Southampton has shown that they can still score. Uh, Ward Pro, uh, Pro, Prose, Prose? James Ward Prouse. Prouse, 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 whatever his name is. I like how he looks with Che Adams. Um, in this game, I'm just going to take a Southampton money line. Southampton is home. Uh, Brighton has got one win since February 3rd. Yep. So uh, I'm going to take the plus 200 money line with Southampton at home versus Brighton. Brighton still – they're also fighting – Right in front of Fulham. Right in front of them. So, uh, Southampton, let's do it. Yeah, and I, I like that. I mean, Jay Adams is, is filled in well for Ings. And uh, as you mentioned, James Ward-Prowse um, from the spot taker has, has, has looked well. Um, I, and I just like the odds. I mean, plus 200 for 
Um, this is the Southampton team. They're starting to come back. Yeah. Um, this was a team that earlier in the season was at top of the table and then had a bad stretch. So, Ings can't stay healthy. No. At all. No. Never. Well, boys, I'll tell you what. Southampton is unbeaten versus Brighton all time. They've played seven times. They've won three times. They've drawn four. And I think they're going to draw here again. I'm calling the draw plus 205. Mm. All right. Well, hopefully it's not a draw. I'd love it to not be. And hopefully it's not a Brighton win. Because <laughs> that would mean that Johnny and I win. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Woo. Skipping over the next one is number three, Leicester versus number 20, Sheffield. I actually almost took Sheffield in this one. Leicester is still struggling with injuries, um, but I couldn't bring myself to it. Yeah. Um, they almost it was it was a bad, a little iffy game with them in Brighton. So I they, they should have had the one one draw. I uh, I almost had the draw and the under, and then <laughs> Ian Nacho had to screw everything up at the eighty seventh minute. Thanks, Ian Nacho. Uh, I'm moving into the next game, twelve uh, thirty p.m. on Sunday. Oh. Number ten, Arsenal versus number seven, Tottenham. Tottenham's climbing up. <laughs> We're number right seven. There. We are right there, boys, and I think they might have turned around a little bit. We were looking mighty bad for quite some time. This is the North London Derby, babe, and it's Arson's birthday weekend. He's an Arsenal fan. Hate to tell you, bro, but your gift ain't coming early. You're going to get your doors blown off. I am taking Tottenham Moneyline plus 175. Straight with the over two and a half at minus 115. Uh, Kane has looked outrageously good. Gareth Bale is now pretty much starting with Kane, him, Kane, and Son. Uh, at last game, Kane was the first player, uh, and I forget how many years uh, that has either that was scored two and assisted on the other two goals because there was four goals in the game since Jurgen Klinsmann. Uh, so I thought that was a Pretty cool little statistic. and Former USA uh, yeah, coach. US coach. Uh, so he was uh, responsible for four goals last week, which is pretty cool. Also helped in fantasy. And, yeah, um, I like how Tottenham looks right now. Uh, I think they've kind of figured up, figured out something with this lineup and the fact that they're now playing Regulon uh, more than Ben Davis because uh, Regulon is just better. Uh, seems like Jose's kind of got this lineup figured out a bit now, and uh, they're kind of starting to click together again. And Bale's looked great. Yeah, he's looked absolutely outstanding since he's been playing more in both Europa and now in EPL. So I like Tottenham in this game a lot. Money line plus 175. And the over, right? And the over two and a half, yeah. Yep, I got the exact same pick. Exactly what you said. Son and Kane back clicking together. The offense is clicking. Um, I don't know what Mourinho was thinking with Bale. Um, there has to be some injury-type situation with Bale that kept him out of this lineup had to. because he didn't touch the field, and now he is touching the field and just lighting it up. Yeah, him and Kane, they're just clicking perfectly. It almost looks like another son out there. And Kane and Son broke the goals record too, which is awesome to see. So I, I like what they have together there right now, and I just hope it just continues forward because they're right there. They can climb it to that fourth spot potentially because I think Leicester's going to end up falling out. I agree. And Chelsea's going to go to three, possibly two, depending on how the rest of the season goes. And I think Tottenham could slide into the four. They got a good chance still. Yeah. Game, you not touching so- you? Oh, yeah. Not so fast, boy. So 
I tried to warn you guys about this Arsenal team and their and their crazy statistic on Boxing Day. I'm going to do it again. Arsenal have only lost two of their last 35 home games against Tottenham, and it's at the Emirates. Arsenal's been playing decent. They haven't been playing great, but they only lost 1-0 to Man City. They beat Leeds 4-2. They beat Leicester. They did tie Burnley. I'm going with the draw here, boys. I don't think either one of these teams gets out of here with the with the W. I'm going with the draw call at plus 227. I don't think either team wins. Very interesting. I don't I don't think you're right. Um, statistics are me- meant to be broken, <laughs> and um, also Bale wasn't part of those statistics. So mm. this is a new Tottenham team starting yeah, out. Scratching Both you guys said that was exactly the same. And another big one too is Tottenham's Europa League game got moved uh, based off of like scheduling or something like that, and Arsenal's didn't. So Arsenal has to play Europa. Before this game, also. So. Also, you forgot that uh, Arsenal still have Arteta as their coach, so <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! Oopsies! Yeah, he is the Adam Gase of EPL. Oh, nobody's that bad. <laughs> <laughs> nobody's that bad. <laughs> All right, getting into our last game on Sunday at three fifteen, number two, Manchester United versus number five, West Ham. Cam, why don't you lead us off? Yeah, so. I've been looking at this game for a while here, and I, I, the one thing that I think is going to happen is I think Man U's going to have a little bit of a letdown game here, um, coming off that big one against Man City. Um, they haven't really, they haven't lost any of their last five games. They've got three draws and two wins, and West Ham's been playing pretty well. I mean, they played Man City well. They did lose two one, but they beat Leeds, they beat the Spurs, they beat Sheffield, and they tied Fulham. Um, Man, I'm just really feeling like this is a draw or even a West Ham win. The only problem is it is at Man U. Um, I don't know. What do you guys? You know what? Convince me. So are you guys? Are you guys leaning my way on any of these? Are you guys? Are you guys seeing West Ham in this? Or are you guys? Are you guys rolling with Man U? Yes. Yep. That's all you get. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll break it down. Uh, these are two <laughs> top teams. I think they're going to play both playing defensive, and I think you're right. I think Man U is going to be on a lull. Um, a winning lull. They're going to be still hungover from beating Manchester City. Um, and West Ham, I'm, I, they're just a good team. I think uh, Manchester United will have most of the ball, but this West Ham team has proven that they are good on the counter. Um, I like Antonio and Lingard. Have Lingard been... can't play. Oh, no? No, you're not allowed to play against the parent Oh, yeah. I... Duh. Um, Which pissed ooh, me off. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I still think Man U has a, a lull of a game. Um, I'm going to go with the draw, plus 260. Now it's making me rethink my pick. <laughs> Did you pick West Ham Moneyline? Yeah, I mean, it, West Ham Moneyline is plus 360. Yeah. So it's it's tempting. Uh, I do think it's going to be just because it's a letdown game after uh, them beating Manchester City. Uh, I'll still I'll still take it. I'm going to still go West Ham plus 360. I really like this West Ham team. They, they're playing top teams well. And last, last game with Manchester City, Man U, uh, that was uncommon for Manchester United, especially this season. So I'm going to look at it as that was their one-off game. They're going to go back to their normal. Either it's a draw or they're, or they're going to lose against one of the top teams. Uh, I'll take West Ham plus 360 just because the odds just look so, so good for a team that's not far off from the top of the table. Um, I'm also going to do a straight bet on the side over two and a half. I think there's going to be some goals in this game. Man, I'll jump yeah. on that two and a half. 
Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the draw here. I like the draw. I think they're. I think it will be a little. Maybe they'll start a little bit slow, but I think they're. I think Man U's playing well enough to get, at least get the draw here. Um. So yeah, I like that size. I'm gonna roll with the draw plus two sixty. Okay. And we're skipping over the Monday game, which is number twelve Wolves versus number eight Liverpool. Um, yeah, I everyone, everyone stay away from that. I, I don't know who to bet when I, it's a Liverpool game at yeah. this point. I have no idea what to do. I've been getting I've, smoked on Wolves games lately. Yeah, that, yeah. I had to stay away from Wolves for a, I'm 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 off them for a long time. Yeah, I feel like Liverpool might have figured something out with their lineup um, and Champo here. Um, so I'm I'm really hoping and. We'll see, but then again, the Wolves team—they—they they always play tough. But I mean, Liverpool demolished them in December in the reverse fixture. But I really feel like this could be a draw here too. So I—I I have no idea. I'm staying away. No, no, thank you. Liverpool in the Prem. I don't. No thanks. Keep me away. Yeah. At this point, I—I just don't know what to expect. I, I got a timeout real quick, and this is a great segment uh, segue. UNC just beat Notre Dame 101 to 59. Jesus. Wow. That's a problem. You like wow. UNC isn't even that good this year either. <laughs> and like Notre Dame has been good. 101 to 59. Jesus. Holy crap. Blood I wonder what the spread was. <laughs> I bet it hit. <laughs> <laughs> I bet if you bet the UNC spread, I bet you won that. Yeah, I guarantee you did. Plus yeah. six and a half. Wow. wow. Yeah. Took care of business. With that All being right. said, we're done with right. All right. That's a wrap. That is a wrap, and here we go with the poll questions for next week. So, like, like I said, we're gonna kind of do uh, either this or that, or a yes or no, like we did, la- like we did two weeks ago. Fucking a, god. <laughs> <laughs> but here, here we go again. First one is pancakes versus waffles. Second one is traditional versus boneless wings. Third one is. Dunk your fries or douse your fries. So you either dunking whatever fri- fries, whatever you got in the side sauce or whatever, or you know what? You're just like, yo, Chef Boyardee, throw whatever you got on top of my fries, and I'm just going to freaking eat that shit like a caveman and shovel it in my mouth. <laughs> that's, a, that's essentially the two options there. So dunk your fries or douse your fries. And then the last but not least is the time-old argument here. Is Coke versus Pepsi? Yep. Coca Cola versus Pepsi Cola. Who you got? Those are our four questions of the week that we will that your boys will address and I am sure argue about next week. JMO, take us out. All right. One final thing before I take us out here. Big shout out to the guy who shits on me every week. <laughs> Happy birthday to Kremchek, you bag of shit. Stop shitting on the Jets. I'll get over it, though. Keep doing what you're doing, baby. Happy birthday. All right. So look out for our post later today and throughout the rest of the week on our social media platforms, Instagram and Twitter, at BangedUpBets. Our next podcast will be next Thursday, day after St. Patrick's Day. Ooh, 3-18. We're going to look over the Honda Classic and March Madness. No EPL next week. We're taking a little break, two-week break on EPL here. March Madness time it has to get our attention. Don't forget to hit like, subscribe, comment, get all the banged up latest. Check out the Instagram story for the this or that questions. We are fucking out.